More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. It is State of the Union Tuesday as the chaos continues in Ukraine and around the world. But we want to here give you an early preview of what we think Joe Biden is going to argue at his State of the Union address. And so I have got four things that I am supremely confident in, Buck, will be a part of this State of the Union. All right. By the way, Nancy Pelosi has also joined Joe Biden in saying that she's also not going to be wearing a mask. But she said if she had young children or uh, some sort of immuno-related disease, she would be wearing a mask. The young children part of that, first of all, she's 80. She hasn't had young children in 60 years. But uh, but the, the, the young children part of this makes zero sense because statistically kids are not in danger from COVID. And so it's a totally nonsensical statement by her, the party of science yet again demonstrating that they have no knowledge of actual science. But it also flies directly in the face of Jen Psaki attempting to argue that it's just coincidence that the mask mandates are vanishing just in time for the State of the Union. Buck, it's a big deal for Democrats, and this is one of my four-part things that I believe Joe Biden is going to get into his State of the Union. So let me start here. I think that Joe Biden will mention inflation, but he will mention inflation in the context of The reason why inflation exists, this is the argument he's going to make, is because we have the largest economic expansion ever. We've created more new jobs than any administration ever. Now, that's a lie because the jobs that we are getting are the jobs that we forced people to leave back in March of 2020, and we still don't have the same number of jobs. We have not recovered all of them going all the way back of March of 2020. But he's going to say we have the greatest economy ever, The inflation is a cost of that, and he's going to pivot and argue, Buck, that the way to handle inflation 
is by passing his Build Back Better bill, which is totally insane. You're not going to solve inflation by spending trillions of dollars more, but that is prong one of the four prongs that I'm confident he's going to argue. Second one, he's going to talk about Ukraine in the context of fighting for democracy and tie that in with January 6th and argue that that is a battle that the United States will fight around the world, but also is fighting on our own backyard. And he'll cite January 6th and argue that there was an attempt to overthrow uh, the government, even though it's not true, as an insurrection. He'll also, it wouldn't surprise me, if he takes a dig at Donald Trump by saying Putin is not a genius He's a brutal dictator, something along those lines. I, I would not be surprised. He's going to argue, and this is why they're not wearing masks, Buck. He's going to argue that they beat COVID thanks to his actions. And finally, he's going to try and take a lap for success on the Supreme Court using diversity and inclusion as the argument there. Do you think I'm going four for four? Do you think all four of those are going to hit? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I think, Clay, it'll be fascinating to watch a presidency that has, in year one, less to cheer about and less to show for $1.9 trillion in partisan spending. It was just yep. Democrats who went without it earlier on in 2021. And so much of what was promised, I mean, the Biden agenda, for example, couldn't even get his own party to pass it. So, I mean, how, how they keep saying it's so popular and they keep saying, oh, but everyone wants this. Really? Because apparently not. But there's going to be a lot of that. There's going to be a lot of the attempt to convince people that what they see, what they've experienced, what the numbers say somehow doesn't matter. That Biden is operating at some level of 4D chess. You know, he's he's at the next level of of Democrat strategy where just give it time. It's all going to be amazing. Clay, in every one of these areas where there has been failure of this administration up to this point, None of it is surprising. None of it is actually something that wasn't foreseeable. You spend too much money, you get inflation. You refuse to enforce the law at the border and in the interior when it comes to illegal immigration. You get more legal immigration. You undermine cops. You defund police. You have progressive prosecutors. You empty out the prisons. You're going to have more crime. All of these things, there's cause and effect. And that's what I think is so damaging for the Democrats. A lot of these areas where they've had failure, uh, what happened in Afghanistan, the Afghan military, after 20 years of training, crumbled into nothing and didn't actually fight. And we had to run out of that country as fast as we possibly could. People saw the images themselves, right? They know what they've experienced under this administration. And here's the other part of it. The memory of, oh, Trump is so terrifying and the insurrection. That only got them so far. You know, the first six months, all Biden had to say was, yeah, our democracy it's under threat, folks, under threat, you know. Everyone said, oh, okay, fine, he's so much better than, not not everyone listening to this, but, you know, the Democrats who voted for him. We're a year in. What does this guy have to show for it? I mean, tonight is really the state of the dumpster fire address, because that's what <laughs> Biden's administration has been. And it'll be fascinating to watch. And I, I think it's perfect that Biden and Pelosi, no masks all of a sudden, as if we could, you could not script, if you were writing this as a screenplay, you could not write, a better moment to show the theatricality and politics behind masking all along. By if anyone should continue masking, it's Biden, it's Pelosi, it's people in their basically in their eighties. By the way, if you're in your eighties, don't mask. It doesn't do anything. But the point is, if anyone should, if do anybody it, was going to do it, you're right. Yeah. 
And yet, and yet they're going to walk around and act like they're heroes and they've been right the whole time. It's just galling. I mean, it's the, the level of, of brazenness of the lies that we've been told, not just on COVID, but on every aspect of this. Clay, Biden never should have been the nominee, never should have been president. This is clear. It's already clear. And Democrats recognize it at some level. But what are they going to do? They got the tiger by the tail here. They don't want they don't want to deal with the the alternative scenario would be having him step down for Kamala. We all know that Kamala is probably a bigger liability for the Democrats from an electoral perspective than Biden. So I don't know. I, I, they may talk. You know, there'll be talk about uh, Biden just lo- loves to go jobs. What are jobs, folks? Jobs. He just yells it and gets all squinty and yells it. And, you know, that'll be a big push. He'll say he's created all these jobs. I don't think anybody's really going to come away from. First of all, no one's going to remember the speech. We're, we'll talk about it tomorrow to analyze it. No one's going to remember it. And they got nothing, man. They got nothing. I, I really do think that the pivot is going to be that they beat COVID. Like, I always try to think, and this may be the lawyer training in me, but one of the things about being a lawyer is sometimes you look at the facts and you're like, I got a bad side here. <laughs> and this is where any lawyer out there can tell you uh, it's it's a lot like being a coach. You know, sometimes it's it's how good a talent you got. You got to try to put the best game plan together even when you've got a losing hand. And Joe Biden has got maybe the worst hand in the history of a first-year presidency in any of our lives. I, I mean that legitimately. I don't think that's hyperbole. I'm not sure that you can point, and I know we got a lot of people of a lot of different ages. Buck, you and I right around 40. Some people consider that young. <laughs> uh, you know, middle age, whatever you want to call us. Two generations. And I know there's people out there listening who are 80. Uh, and, and beyond. I don't think, no matter how old you are right now, I don't think we have ever had an American presidency in anyone's life who is listening right now that has been as bad as Joe Biden's first year. I, that's not hyperbole. That's not me trying. I know everybody wanted to compare Biden to Jimmy Carter. I think at this point it's unfair to Jimmy Carter. Biden is far worse than Jimmy Carter ever was. And by the way, Jimmy Carter was competent. He was intelligent. He was able to at least fashion his own thoughts. Now, he didn't make good choices, and things did not go well for him. But Jimmy Carter is like orders of magnitude greater. I would trade Jimmy Carter, uh, maybe even Jimmy Carter at this age now, for Joe Biden now. But but certainly 30 years ago, Jimmy Carter. Yeah, something I like to remind everybody about as well is the the storyline that was used, the narrative that was used to get Joe Biden elected. Put aside the, the COVID pandemic and how they weaponized that. That was important, but I'm saying another area to focus on is this story that Joe Biden is a really a decent, warm, friendly, better kind of politician. You know, he's Grandpa Joe riding the Amtrak choo-choo to work every day. You know, he's just one of the guys. Total bull. I mean, yeah, when his son is not getting paid $80,000 a month by Ukrainian oligarchs or running around to Chinese hedge funds and saying, but put all that aside for a second. Here's the kind of stuff that Joe Biden says even this week. And we're supposed to believe he's a nice guy. We're going to keep pushing on this. And we're we're protecting our country's threshold liberty, the sacred right to vote, which I've never seen is under such attack. You know, it's always made it harder for blacks to vote. But this is trying to be able to figure out how to keep the black vote when it occurs from even counting. It's It's just not true. It's nasty. It's racial demagoguery. And he knows it. And he doesn't I don't care. Even, 
He's not a nice guy at this point. Yeah, I agree. He's not a nice guy. I don't know that he's smart enough to even know that the things he's saying are not true now. And and, in smart, maybe the wrong word. I don't know that he's functionally with it enough to even understand arguments and counter arguments now. I, I, I really don't have that sense. If he's not reading directly off a prompter, it's always difficult, I think, when you're in the White House to be aware of what the real world is like because you're in that strange universe of the White House, which is abnormal. Uh, what did Harry Truman say? Being a president's like trying to ride a tiger. I do think there's truth of that, whether you're a Democrat or whether you're a Republican. But I don't think Joe Biden has any clue what's really going on. When he was wearing that mask, walking across that uh, that grassy field at the White House yesterday, Buck, I watched that for a couple of minutes, watched him walk, and I thought to myself, it is the very definition of someone's home. The lights are on, but no one's home, right? I mean, there's no... There's, you can almost see it in the eyes. He doesn't have the cognitive ability to be aware. And, and I know we've used this analogy before, Buck, but every day it feels more and more like Joe Biden is, it's Thanksgiving, and Joe Biden is the elderly relative at your Thanksgiving dinner who is unable to know what's going on, follow the conversation, in any way be cognizant of what the actual day-to-day activity is there. Yeah, the, Dem- the Democrats are the party that mandates child abuse through masking in schools and engages in elder abuse by propping up this guy, Joe Biden, who I, I, don't, I don't like putting this stuff out. Right. They never should have made him president. They never, it, it, was, it was a reckless thing to do to pretend that he was up for this and of sound, of sound mind for the job. We'll come back into more of this, and we'll take some of your calls in the back of this hour, too. Uh, 800-282-2882. That's 800-282-2882. You know that number. Give us a ring. Slippers are amazing, but you got to have a good pair of slippers. you got to make sure you can wear them inside and outside. You want some memory foam. You want a three-tier cushioning system. That's what you get with my pillows, my slippers. That's right. Mike Lindell's company has done it again with another incredible product that's just a part of making my day-to-day easier and more comfortable will be the same for you. The my slippers are made with that three-tier cushioning system. Plus, they can be worn all day, indoors and outdoors. They're made from high-quality leather. When they arrive, you'll see they're just really well-made and super comfortable. Clay loves them. Mr. and Mrs. Travis both wearing them. I've got them at home. We're going to get the team here in New York hooked up with them. Go check them out for yourself. Right now, our listeners can get these incredibly comfortable slippers 50% off. That's right, half price. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, and use promo code Clay and Buck. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. With our promo, you'll also get a copy of Mike Lindell's book free with your purchase. Remember to use code Clay and Buck or call 800-792-3269. That's MyPillow.com. Make sure you use promo code Clay and Buck, all one word, or call 800-792-3269. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. 
You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. On this program, Clay and I are here to help you cut through the noise, the ulterior motives, to uncover the truths that no one else is going to tell you. That's what our colleague Mark Chaikin does, but for the U.S. stock market. Mark worked on Wall Street for 50 years. Across those decades, he invented three new indices for the NASDAQ and has predicted some of the biggest market shifts of the past decade, including the recent mania in AI stocks. Mark says the majority of Americans are born on America's darkest day of 9-11. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel the Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel the Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Welcome back to Play Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Please check out and subscribe to the podcast, wherever you listen to the podcast, the iHeart app. A great place to do it. Please now it's free. You can also listen to music and stuff there, but you should clearly be listening to the Buck Podcast. We're hoping to break an all-time record uh, this last month, and that means we're only going to have to do another one this month in March. And we'll get to some of your calls later on. I, I want to note that it's possible you might hear something tonight in the State of the Union address and, and in terms of how Democrats are going to try to frame the issue of the parental revolt against CRT in schools and the way that this was a mobilizing, unifying force going into the Virginia election. Remember, the Democrat uh, governor's race in New Jersey was actually pretty close, which was remarkable when you think about it. It's a very blue state because of this phenomenon. And the so so, yes, the, the Democrats recognize that this is a major challenge to them, and it continues on. The whenever you see debates over CRT, you have a lot of a lot of leftists who get very snide and they say, oh, you don't know what it is or, oh, that's not CRT or CRT is not being taught. And then it turns out they have to back off because parents go, well, hold on a second. Look at this. Hold on a second. This video exists or that video shows what they're teaching in schools. This is I mean, if you pay enough attention, you'll just see it crossing the radar on social media at some point, the video or either teaching materials at UC Berkeley, Professor Zeus Leonardo. Clay, did you see this, by the way? This is on, on CRT. Have you see what this guy has to say about... I, I saw the headline, but I haven't heard the audio. Why, why are parents so fired up about this stuff being taught to their kids? Well, 
when you get to the graduate level of CRT indoctrination, if you will, you'll hear things. This is UC Berkeley, which is supposed to be an elite school, though all the elite schools now are basically social uh, social justice factories of lunacy. And so that's why I'm coming up with this recent understanding that to abolish whiteness is to abolish white people. And that's very uncomfortable, perhaps, but it asks about our definitions of what race is and what racial justice might mean. Okay? So again, Rodiger is asking the same question here about this genuine class unity is not going to happen because within it are these cleavages of racial struggles and gender struggles that prevent class unity from sort of happening and prevents white working class folks from achieving their goal. You hear what the pathetic little Marxist said there, Clay? To abolish whiteness is to abolish white people. Oh, okay. Seems kind of like a bad thing to abolish a race of people. I don't know. Kind of a genocide. Uh, Big picture. There is no good response here, which is why we're eight months, basically. By the way, today is the uh, first primary that I'm aware of state of Texas. Many of you out there listening right now going to vote in the Texas Democrat and Republican primaries today. Uh, But if you are paying attention, what you cannot allow to happen is for eight months of whitewashing on COVID to convince you that somehow the Democrats solve COVID because that's their opening for, uh, that's their opening, you know, I would say fuselage here, fusillade that they're going to have, it's an interesting word, that they're going to have tonight in the, uh, in the State of the Union. They are going to begin the argument of Joe Biden beat COVID because they are aware that there is nothing else that they can argue on behalf of Joe Biden. Inflation's a disaster, murder rates skyrocketing, borders a mess, Afghanistan, Ukraine, all of it's a failure. Only thing they can argue is COVID, and they are going to try to argue with every fiber of their being that they solved COVID. Our freedoms were first defined in our Constitution. It took all of 4,400 words to define them written longhand by a single individual and signed by 39 of the 42 delegates in attendance at the Constitutional Convention. Benjamin Franklin was the oldest at 82, the youngest, 26-year-old Jonathan Dayton. He was a delegate from New Jersey. It took 100 days to frame the words and meaning of this enduring document. Not a college more perfectly skilled and suited than Hillsdale College to teach each of us about this document and its impact on our lives. That's why Hillsdale has one million pocket-sized copies of the Constitution to give away to all of you. To get your free copy, go to clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. Hillsdale will mail you a free copy Paid for by the donors, no strings attached. Clay and Buck for Hillsdale.com and look forward to getting your pocket size constitution. Welcome back in Clay Travis Buck Sexton Show. Hope all of you are having a fantastic time wherever you are across this great country or this great land. Buck, I thought we could have some fun. We're talking about the State of the Union. But I know you saw this yesterday. And I meant to mention it yesterday. I think we said that we were going to do it yesterday. And then everything ended up how it was crazy. There's been so many different stories going on. But the federal government updated their guidance for how people should respond in if a nuclear explosion happens. You saw this, right? Yeah. This I mean, is 100% real. When the thermonuclear bombs land, Clay, I want to make sure there are no COVID droplets in the air. <laughs> 
they have updated how you should respond to a nuclear explosion based on COVID. I'm reading directly from government websites. First of all, I wanted to read this sentence because I think it's amazing. Uh, Many people may already feel fear and anxiety about COVID-19. This is the next line on the official government website. The threat of a nuclear explosion can add additional stress. I'm reading I'm reading this official government website. True. But many people they say already feeling fear and anxiety about COVID. The threat of a nuclear explosion can add additional stress. All right, this is actually on the website. Here's a couple of other things you might want to know. Uh by the way, they did have nuclear did, did you do nuclear drills when you were a kid? I, I don't I don't think we did those, but I know they used to do them before you know, you're a little older than me. Uh, yeah, I'm three years older. <laughs> I don't remember if we did nuclear uh, drills, but my son, they did nuclear drills at his sh- at his school recently. Do you know what they did in the drill book? They climbed underneath the desk. That's that's the nuclear drill. That's the way you're going to protect yourself. All right. Well, by the way, spoiler alert: if a nuclear bomb goes off near you, you're probably going to die, no matter what uh, what uh, you know preparations or precautions you take all right but this is official advice from our government stay away from outer walls and roof okay if uh if a nuclear bomb hits also this buck this is real try to maintain a distance of at least six feet between yourself and people who are not part of your household if possible wear a mask if you're sheltering with people who were not part of your household. You have to be concerned about COVID when a nuclear bomb goes off. Clay, if I'm going to go through nuclear winter, <laughs> I don't want to have to worry about a sniffle for three or four days, as well as the destruction of all living things on the planet. So, yeah, I'm double masking in the nuclear bomb shelter. Thank you. I take the virus seriously, even with an extinction level event. Here's another part of the advice. If you're experiencing a medical emergency, call 911. Now, first of all, I don't know that 911 is going to be that response. I, I I love the people who work at 911, but if a nuclear bomb goes off, I don't think you're probably going to be able to get very many people on 911. But just so you know, this is the official advice. Call 911. By the way, also wonder whether the phone lines might be working. Uh, but if you can call 911, hey, a nuclear bomb just went off. Uh, they want you to know if you can... Put on a mask before help arrives. The nuclear bomb just blew up. You call 911. The official advice is, if you can, put on a mask before help arrives. Yeah. I mean, this, Clay, can it's I just, all such madness. Se- severe radiation poisoning from the end of life as we know it in a massive nuclear war is no excuse to expose people to a virus with a 99.97% survival rate. I mean, you know, we need to be serious about these COVID restrictions in the nuclear bomb shelter. <laughs> I mean, imagine being a nuclear bomb hit. And you guys think we're like, I mean, obviously this is the official government website that I'm reading off. This is 100% real. But there have been people talking about the low vaccination rates in Ukraine and how they're probably going to be, they should be concerned about COVID. Literally, bombs are landing in Ukraine everywhere, and there are COVID 
fear porn purveyors on social media who are like, man, you know, things are going to get really serious. They may have an issue with COVID going forward when literally bombs are landing on them. I'll also tell you this, you know, I've, and I've, I've heard this from some practicing doctors recently, not, you know, not, not public health officials on TV, but just as this is uh, making me think of it, Clay, um, the same way that this has become a religious belief, obviously, for a lot of people, you wear the mask to show that you're a good person. You know, you wear the mask to show your compliance with the state's wishes, even in a nuclear nuclear annihilation situation, which is remarkable. But with all that, um, we are going to find out. And I think that there's a slowness. Uh, there's a hesitation to get to the bottom of it. We've already started to see it, though, that uh, serious meaning stage three, stage four cancers are going yeah. to be substantially because you're you're really seeing it. it. It takes a while before that data comes together and before people. And I think they don't want to analyze it because particularly during the lockdown phase, the first year of the pandemic. And then even I think when you look at it over the last six months, and we had another another round of covid panic. What they'll find is that they the same mentality of make sure you mask up when you're in the nuclear bunker, which obviously we're, we're making fun of because it is truly absurd and farcical. But that mentality of COVID at all costs had very real costs for no, people who didn't have the cancer screenings, the cancer treatment that they would have as early timing matters as anybody who's had cancer or a family member with it knows. And so, you know, this is that's the other part of this. These decisions were not without massive consequence. It's not just they were wrong and this is an academic exercise, right? It's not just Dr. Wynn and Fauci and Walensky are political hacks who weaponized the science to get compliance and power in the hands of the left and the Democrat Party. That is all obviously true. There was real suffering, and this is why I, I feel like we do have this mission between because if there's no accountability in this midterm, there's never accountability. Consequences. If, 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 if consequences, we don't consequences, consequences. Yeah, if people aren't exist. getting fired, if people aren't professionally humiliated because they were cowards or they went along with the propaganda this year, it's never happening. And, you know, they told people that they couldn't say goodbye to grandma, except maybe over Zoom if they were lucky, because everybody had these policies that, you know, a 12 year old couldn't go into the hospital because covid was so dangerous. They made people lose their jobs. They kicked people out of the military. They made people skip cancer screenings and treatments early on. For what? For what? More than you see the CDC data on zero prevalence, which is just fancy way of saying blood testing that looks at antibody levels to determine infection rates. Zero prevalence nationwide, about fifty percent. This is how good our mitigation was in this country. About half the country got COVID. They think. By the way, I actually think the number is higher. I think it's way higher. I, I think, think it's more like, like 60 by the or time 70. we get done with Omicron because so many people got Omicron and a huge majority of people that got Omicron, thankfully, didn't even know they had it. I mean, you had we had Dr. Uh, we had Alex Berenson on yesterday saying that the data out of England showed that something like 98 percent of kids had uh, had antibodies to covid in England. I mean. Most kids, thankfully, got Omicron and never knew they had it. I mean, you and I both had Omicron. A huge percentage of our listeners did. Yeah. Uh, Omicron and, and for many me people didn't ever get tested. Was a mild sniffle. Yeah, I mean, I, I was so angry because I wanted to go. We had that great event. I'm glad you were able to, to hold the Clay and Buck flag up for everybody and hang out in Fort Myers. But I That's knew, right. you know, oh, it's COVID. Mild sniffle. In yep. a pre-COVID era, we'd be like, oh, this can't be, uh, you know, how could this be dangerous? You would have anybody? traveled. You wouldn't have even thought twice about it. thought twice about it. It's crazy. Um, we want to take your calls, and we'll get to that. And then we'll also do a bit of a reset in the third hour of 
both the latest on Ukraine and then the State of the Union tonight. A bit more of what we think you should expect and also what the days ahead will look like after this, considering I think the Biden administration is going to get increasingly desperate. One of the great benefits of being with you every day is seeing the products and services we talk about being really helpful in your day-to-day lives. Like relying on Pure Talk, for instance, for your cell phone service and saving a bundle without sacrificing any call quality whatsoever. Douglas from Indiana had this to share with us. I finally made the change to Pure Talk after hearing it advertised on radio. It's cut my phone bill in half. Customer service is very helpful and friendly. I have recommended it to my friends. What I value most is paying for service I need and not for the things I don't want and not paying for woke agenda items either. That's a quote there from somebody who really knows, Douglas from Indiana, that his Pure Talk service is fantastic. Kick Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile to the curb. Only pay for service you need and want. Don't support the woke agenda because they donate to political campaigns at those other companies. You can get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Pure Talk. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. You can literally be switched over to Pure Talk service in less than 10 minutes. Dial pound 250, say Pure Talk. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. On this program, Clay and I are here to help you cut through the noise, the ulterior motives, to uncover the truths that no one else is going to tell you. That's what our colleague Mark Chaikin does, but for the U.S. stock market. Mark worked on Wall Street for 50 years. Across those decades, he invented three new indices for the NASDAQ and has predicted some of the biggest market shifts of the past decade, including the recent mania in AI stocks. Mark says the majority of Americans are... Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young kids, builds specially adapted smart homes for severely injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades-in-arms, nor the efforts of his first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel of Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. 
Join the foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Welcome back into the Clay and Buck Show. Thanks for being with us. We'll get to some calls, as promised. And number third hour, we'll go over the expectations for the State of the Union address, the analysis that we have up front. And just note, we'll be reacting to the State of the Union in real time. Clay and I are watching it tonight. You can follow along at clayandbuck.com because our Twitter accounts are on that homepage. We'll be updated. So even if you're not on Twitter, you'll see our tweets. Kind of a fun way. If you have your phone or your laptop out, clayandbuck.com, and uh, you'll be able to see what we're saying there. Clay and I are going to try to we're, we're going to be going back and forth on Twitter, trying to be as insightful and entertaining as we possibly can be. And is it 160 characters? I forget. How, how many characters is Twitter now? I don't even know anymore. I, I thought it used to be 140, and then they went to 280. There, probably. I can't even remember anymore. But, yeah, something like that. Uh, so we'll be tweeting it out, watching it. You know, I do expect at some point, Biden's going to do the lean forward. He's going to get all breathy. The breathy thing. Hey, folks. Jobs. Guarantee you at some point he's going to do that. Jobs. He'll definitely whisper. He'll gonna... definitely claim that he's beaten COVID. Um, oh, yeah. And that and he's definitely going to say, which is, I think, there are going to be a lot of lies but I think one of the biggest lies is going to be the way to solve inflation is by spending trillions oh, yeah. of dollars more, yeah. which he's going to try to the, argue. The way to put out a fire is to throw gasoline on it. This yes. is what you will be told tonight in real time. Let's get some calls here. Stephen in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Clay and Buck. Appreciate you, my man. What you got for us? Good to talk to you. I actually have two questions. Um, the the more complicated one first, just to get out of the way. We probably I, only have time for one, so what do you got for us, Stephen? <laughs> okay. Why is it that oil is a good thing, oil pipeline, why is that a good thing in Russia and China, but it's a bad thing in the United States? Because they pursue their interests, and we have a class of elites who want to do virtue signaling by pretending they care about the environment while they fly around in private jets. Thank you, Stephen. Next question. Zach in Virginia, or next comment. Zach, you work for an energy company. Got some thoughts on Keystone. What's up? Yeah, yeah. I work for the company that owns Keystone and their U.S. operations here in West Virginia. Uh, and uh, all I'm saying is, is uh, you know, we have billions invested to a pipeline that's not going to... Uh, give us any return and you know that's scary here at home you know uh people get layoffs lose their jobs and uh you know i i love my job and i, I love providing energy to the to the country and uh you know they're just taking that opportunity away from us energy independence so what do you think of when when jen Psaki says oh it would take like years to affect the energy markets what do you think when she's she's given the talking points on this stuff well, no, I mean, it's absolutely false. You know, we have the current infrastructure, uh, you know, take away the Keystone. You know, we have current infrastructure that will, you know, could be turned up immediately. And it's not just the, the company that owns the Keystone. It, there's many companies that are ready to, you know, put out output and good, you know, patriots that are ready to output energy. And, uh, it, you know, our hands are tied. Amen. Look, we should be, if you care about Ukraine, and evidently everybody cares about Ukraine now, then the number one thing that you could do as an American 
to help Ukraine is to cut the legs out from underneath Russia based on their oil and gas industry by producing more here. That's an irrefutable fact. The more we produce here, the less power Russia has and the less money that we're giving them. And there are reports that we're giving them, uh, you know, $100 million a day in oil just in the United States, just buying a million barrels of oil a day. The price of oil, by the way, stock market's down another 700 points today. Price of oil is well over $100 a barrel right now. Eight-year highs. Some possibility, I was looking it up, Buck, I believe the all-time high for price of oil was 2008, uh, and there's some people out there who are more significantly skilled in uh, analyzing energy pricing than you or I that are saying we could get a $150 barrel of oil. There are people betting on that. It should be an all-time high in the United States. And if you're already paying a great deal of money to fill up your gas tank, and I don't know about you, well, you don't have you don't have a car. You don't have to go fill it up. A lot of these gas pumps, they tap out now at 100 bucks. I've noticed. And I can't even fill up my gas tank for 100 bucks now. I got an SUV, uh, and it taps out before the whole thing is even full. Because I guess a lot of these gas pumps are going to have to be adjusted, but many of them, I believe, are set so that they are worried historically, hey, when it hits 100 bucks, it tends to be a sign that people have accidentally got the gas running without filling up their tank. No, the cost has gotten so expensive now that a lot of people out there are spending 100 bucks to fill up their gas tanks or more. Lance in San Antonio, Texas. Lance, what do you got for us? Hey, first time, long time. Appreciate y'all taking me. I uh, just wanted to see if y'all were going to play some games tonight. Uh, for What's the over-under on his speech time? And then if we're going to do a drinking game every time he starts whispering. I'm going to probably have to drink some Black Rifle before this, just so I don't stay fall awake. asleep, because I think he's going to go on at some length. State of the Union addresses are always too long, in my opinion. I, I can't remember one that wasn't. And uh, whisper, I, I already said, I think he's going to, you know, Biden thinks that, that he really... Uh, you know, he's pulling out the, the the secret weapon when he starts shout whispering at everybody. You can't argue with the shout whisper. I think it, I and think it's, it's a good point. I do it. agree with you that a lot of times they go long. I think that they are going to go long here to try to demonstrate how much, uh, how much uh, vitality Joe Biden has, right? So I think they'll actually have it go longer than ordinary so they can say, well, he just talked for an hour and a half. I don't know how anybody could question any of his mental faculties. Well, he's not really talking for an hour and a half. He's reading yeah. directly off a teleprompter. Yeah, for an safety hour and tip, half. by the way. No, no taking shots every time Biden tells a provable lie. I don't want anyone going to the hospital with alcohol poisoning. So none of that, please, tonight. Everyone be safe. You know, drink water, tea, things that'll hydrate you. Lance, thanks for calling in. Oh, you, Clay? No, I was just going to say, but can you imagine every now and then the teleprompter doesn't work? Memorably, like Bill Clinton one year showed up for his State of the Union address and the teleprompter went out. What would happen if Joe Biden's teleprompter went out? And he had to, with zero ability to read, he had to deliver his State of the Union address because the teleprompter was out. I think he's given the same speech for 40 years, so he would just do some (laughs) version of the same speech, which is, you know, him just... He really is playing this character of Delaware Joe, your friendly neighbor who just happens to be an incredibly powerful and wealthy politician. But, you know, he, he does this whole folk, this pseudo folksy thing. Oh, yeah. He'd go into that. But, yeah, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be the stuff of Cicero, Clay. That's for sure. I, I'm not sure that he could even handle it if his teleprompter went out. We'll talk he more about this. We wouldn't know one. any of the data or facts. 
But when we come back, we'll go into the State of the Union. We'll break down everything surrounding the chaos that continues to unfurl in Ukraine, where there are missiles raining down as we speak. All that and more next hour. Clay and Buck. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 